here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den podcast. Elizabeth from Jungler, welcome back to the show. It is always great having you on. What is new in your neck of the woods? Personally, professionally, I think professionally just keep on keeping on going, getting deeper, deeper in the weeds. So I'm like super stoked for our topic today because um, it's it's deep in the weeds, but it's something that's super important. So um, that's going to be fun. And then personally, I'm going to be moving offices soon. So. Oh, still a home office, still a personal space, but where are you on the ex excitement over the new office versus the uh, anxiety of having to move into a new office? <laughs> oh, excitement definitely outweighs anxiety at this point. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of boxes that will be ticked, primarily internet speeds, which you have been very gracious to accommodate for, but that that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> right on. Uh, well, I can't wait for you to have a faster speed. Um, because if anyone notices, the the video quality of this uh, may not be as high as the other ones if you're watching this on YouTube. But that's not going to stop us from sharing what I think is uh, a little spreadsheet, uh, a little spreadsheet that solves like a very, very common problem that I don't think gets talked about too much. I talked about this with Steven like a very long time ago. I think way back in early 2020, February 2020. What a time. February 2020. <laughs> uh, if everyone can just think about how carefree we were in February 2020. <laughs> the good old days. Um, but anyway, and the concept is when you download a search term report, there might be 6,000 rows. Most search terms, unfortunately, get one click. And yeah. you'll have out of 6,000 rows, you'll have like 5,000 of one click uh, mm -hmm. or something like something absurd like that. Would, would you say, would you, I don't have a, a, a spreadsheet. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that analysis. And I think you could even, in some times, you can take that up to a cubit level as well. Um, that was a conversation I had with someone else. Like, you know, everything's not converting or I'm getting a whole bunch of impressions. Like, not every single thing is going to convert, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, as much as we would absolutely love to have every single thing converting. And honestly, if you have every single thing converting, you're probably not doing enough testing. For so. sure. <laughs> For sure. There was also, I also, uh, even if you had every single keyword in your account do 10% conversion rate, so every single individual keyword 10% mm -hmm. conversion rate, that means 90% of the clicks are actually not yeah. converting. <laughs> So like even if every keyword is like an A plus all-star keyword, 10% conversion rate, there's still 90% that doesn't convert. Yeah. 
So then when you tack on that, you probably don't have an account full of 10% converting keywords. What do you have? Well, you've got some that are at like 1%, 2%, 3%. You've got a whole bunch of these things. That means there's like 90% plus clicks that actually don't end up converting. The issue is like a lot of those clicks are like one click terms. And that sort of brings up the idea of like death by a thousand cuts, also known as death, death by, by a thousand, thousand cl clicks. clicks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like this concept of death by a thousand clicks, where like you just have this super duper hard to manage list of search terms and you're just sort of like scratching your head like what am i supposed to do about this yeah uh, it's super difficult um, it, it really is and i mean and that's that's the conundrum we find in a lot of you know us who are especially like in the weeds with the optimizations or you know just really trying to make sure an account is on track is oftentimes you'll hear like oh i need to wait for you know to have enough data you know, we want mm -hmm. to be data driven. We want to have enough data to make a determination. And I would say that's a hundred percent true. Um, yeah. And what we're going to go through today is a way that you can actually use limited data to gain enough data, you yeah. know, to make a move on something. Um, but sometimes if the amount of things that have limited data, so if you have like a thousand keywords and only have one click, the accumulated spend of those one clicks, which is what you were talking about, like that's by a thousand clicks that can become significant in an account. And at that point, you're left with this conundrum. So I want to take action on spend that is technically not converting, but if I do deem that this is, you know, at this point not converting, do I really ever believe I'm going to have a 100% conversion rate? Well, no. So if you only have one click, and you know, you will get those one-offs, like one click, one sale, I would say majority of the time you're not going to. So then at that point, do you you don't want to lose kind of the information you gain on that one click because if you go through and eliminate it or pause it, well then you know that kind of data is not really usable at that point because you're looking at a different cost per click. And so you're just you're kind of left in this limbo state yeah. of just kind of waiting for things to have enough information you can actually take action. For sure. And I mean, I just downloaded a search term report when, you know, earlier and out of like 10,000 in spend, there was like four or 5,000 that mm -hmm. never got an order. So then you, you know, the obvious thing is like, okay, like let me, you know, optimize things. What's got over $20 in spend without an order. And it's like, okay, that's like four things. Yeah. Uh, and, and then that only accounts for like a hundred bucks. What about the other? $4,500. So then you're like, okay, like, let me do a click filter. What's got over 20 clicks without an order? And it's like, okay, that's maybe two things. <laughs> and then you go and you look and you're like, well, I still have $4,400 of things that didn't convert. And you start to look at these things and you're like, wait a second, all these things have like, you know, you, you could go, okay, let me look at the things with five clicks and no mm -hmm. orders. And then you could maybe combine that with another spreadsheet so that you maybe like maybe it'll add up to 10 clicks or 20 clicks over the course of a longer time frame, which is one way to solve this. But for something that gets one click in a single search term report, like 60 days, there's, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Combine an entire year's worth of things 
And even if it gets only one click every 60 days, that's only six clicks a year. Is it bad yeah. or is it good? And then yeah, and yeah. add on top of that the complexity that yes, maybe you have enough data to combine a year, but what you would really want to have for that is like search from reports that aren't overlapping in dates, and you would want you know to be able to like some way to compile those where you're you can't download an entire year's worth inside of a search term report. You only get a certain amount of days, and then again, you're you're kind of left in this limbo state. Yes, and um, as Everyone knows this show's not an advertisement, but uh, that's that is what we do in, inside at Badger's Tool. You can combine mm -hmm. all. You can combine two years of data if you want for a single search term, but uh, yeah. So you could combine those sheets manually, but even still, <laughs> you're going to end up with something that gets six clicks a year, multiplied by you know six thousand terms. And you know, even at you know, six thousand clicks at a dollar cost per click, that's a lot. So it's like, what do you that do with lot. all of this? <laughs> so like, <laughs> what do you do with the majority of your search terms that only get such a paltry amount of clicks? And uh, this is where uh, you can use. And this comes from the Google Ads days. Uh, I feel super lucky to have started in Google Ads because it's a super robust system. They've had like 20 something years to develop ahead of Amazon. And there's some like gigabrains over there. And <laughs> um, to carry some of that over to Amazon, I think has been awesome. And I'm lucky that like 10 years ago, I had a Google Ads client that was like, I want to sell on Amazon, like way before the curve. So like, I feel like super lucky for the how that all progressed. Anyway, there's a thing from Google Ads called n-grams. And uh, I'm going to share my screen. So if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, like a couple thousand of you are, head on over. You're driving in your car, doing the dishes, mowing the lawn, and you're listening audio only. We're going to try to break this down uh, for you as well. Uh, but I am sharing my screen. And you can actually go in the notes of this podcast to go actually get this spreadsheet. and. Um, we're going to break it down. So basically, this is a very cool report because it's specifically sort of made to look at all these like one-click search terms and see if it can spot out any trends. So I'll kick it off with probably the most easy, simple example. Let's say you sell bicycles and you sell blue bicycles only. You might get clicks sometimes for red bicycle, black bicycle, green bicycle, and you don't sell any of these. And when you look at that, like red bicycle maybe only has two clicks, but maybe like boys red bicycle, women's red bicycle, girls red bicycle, uh, tr mountain bike red. All of a sudden now you can see where this is going. If you got one click for all of them, what's the common theme there? Well, it's red. Everywhere red is showing up, you're getting clicks into orders. But individually, there's only one click. But if you add up everywhere where the word red appeared, you can start to gather some intel that, hey, maybe I shouldn't be appearing for red. So this is essentially what this spreadsheet does. Super powerful, super helpful at getting some info out of this. Um, so Elizabeth, we were going back and forth on this spreadsheet. 
and we have we have an example here. You can see this right on your end too. So you want to walk through sort of like what to do when you get the spreadsheet and sort of like what it does on the search term report tab. So I'm super stoked for this. I feel like this is a process that I at one point was puzzling over and kind of got thrown to the wayside because I had other projects on my plate. Um, but essentially what we're doing is we're looking through each individual word inside of a search term and then determining where does this word appear and when this word appears, how is it performing? Um, and so the great news is Michael's created this insane, I mean, I love a good spreadsheet, especially love a good spreadsheet that allows you to do some calculations that where the formulas have already been written for you. So even if you don't fully, you know, kind of understand what split or query formulas are, it's not a problem. It's already here. Um, all you'll have to do is copy and paste things in from your search term report. Um, so basically what you'll want to do is go to the tab that my, Michael has open right here, which is the search term report tab on this spreadsheet. And what you'll need to do is copy over um, your search terms that, you know, if you're downloading a search term report, you would go through. Um, and so you just copy over the search terms, you want to copy over the impressions, the clicks, the cost, and then the um, conversions. So basically like the order numbers. Um, and then once you have all of that, which again, it's just going through um, your search term report, making sure those specific columns and such, and I miss one, oh, conversion value also. Um, so we want to make sure that you just need the you need the necessary data and you need the search terms and then this spreadsheet will help you um, again analyze the things that are not converting and get some really granular insights um, into like combined performance work for where some things are showing up. Yeah, exactly. So you're just copying over info from your search term report. You're dropping it in, and um, what's cool about this is it uses I I'm big on Google Sheets. Uh, but it uses like a split function. So basically what it does is like you can just split up a group of words into individual pieces. So it takes something like buy puppy supplies and it breaks up into three separate terms, buy, puppy, and supplies. And that does that for every single search term. So what it does is like you'll see everywhere where it's split, it goes up to seven. I don't think there's, you know, in this example, it only goes up to you know, a four word term like buy young dog supplies. And it just breaks it out into every piece of the word. So it takes a three word keyword, breaks it out into three separate words. And then what it does is it just combines the data for every single group here, for every single piece of every single word, it pulls it up. So in that example where I was listing like red bicycle, men's red bicycle, it would find that common word red and it would add up the stats for red bicycle and men's red bicycle and that's how you get your first tab. Uh, so in this example, it's uh, this dummy data is about puppy food, kitten food, puppy accessories, that kind of thing. So what it did first was it found everywhere where the word accessories is and then it combined it up. You know, how many impressions does it get total? Uh, how much spend does everywhere, every word with the word accessories how much does that do? And I can see here, accessories is a pretty good term for me. I have an 18% ACoS, 11 orders from it. I spent 30 bucks on it. And if I go back here and actually look up accessories to my actual search term list, and if I spell accessories correctly, I can see that the word accessories was in 
buy kitten accessories, kitten accessories deal, kitten accessories, puppy accessories, accessories for kittens, so on and so forth. So everywhere where this word accessories is, it just summed up all the data and spit it out right there for me, uh, which is pretty cool. I can also find like bad terms. So like the word young has 117% ACoS. It's not doing so well, it only had one order. So where does that show up? I can go back to my search term report, I can search the word young, and I can just see everywhere combined and maybe I wanna do something about this word young uh, to maybe think about, should this be added as a negative phrase somewhere? Should I try to lock these things with an exact match somewhere um, so that I have less variability. So this is what the monogram page does. And I think the key with this is to find like those one word common themes like that word red and like, okay, everywhere where red appears, it's just not working out. It's very expensive. And I can probably get rid of it in my entire account because like it doesn't apply to my product. It's a hard to convert for. That's the monogram page. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is super powerful. So I, there's a lot of people who might not use, um, some people use negative keywords more, some people use negative keywords a little bit less, but I think all of us agree that a very good way to use negative keywords is to block irrelevant terms. Like the instance you were just talking about is red bicycle, the world is a blue one, so therefore that one shouldn't convert. Well, you can go through and like you said, you can sort by clicks and no sales. And so as long as those terms have gotten spend, you often can identify them through just poor performance. But what happens if they're scattered across your entire account and you like it's, it's very hard to dig these things out. And so what this report helps you do is to dig those things out, even if they're kind of scattered across a whole bunch of um, different searches. And then even deeper into that, you might discover that, okay, I have a bunch of red terms popping up, but it's very possible if I've just gone through like normal sequence and I'm not doing many, you know, just kind of like cross analysis, I might have accidentally had those keywords or put them into my account somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's a possibility. So I think, yes, this is going to be a great tool to, you know, kind of look at things on a search term level. And when you're talking search term level, all you're doing is you can add negative keywords. That's really what you can do. Um, but I still think a lot of this analysis is going to be great to then take it to your entire account. Like, what am I bidding on? Are some of these terms accidentally showing up? I might have some red keywords that just aren't getting impressions because they don't have relevancy. But if I've already determined through my search terms that it's not going to convert for me anyways, and I can quantify that, I probably can take action on some things that if, you know, not given this information, I just wouldn't have, again, enough data to take those actions. So yeah, this is awesome. And you could theoretically stop right there and not go into the, uh, the two deeper levels here. Um, and if we go back and we look, the next concept is like is like a two gram and like a gram means part of a word the n gram n is like the number of pieces of the word so it's like you can go into the bigram or like the two gram and here all of a sudden what it does is it starts looking for common things so like baby cat is one so that's our first uh bigram or, or even worse let's start with young dog uh young dog 117% ACoS, only one conversion. Not doing great, right? Where does mm -hmm. this information come from? So I go back to my search term report, and what it's looking for is everywhere 
or one of these split search terms has young and dog. So for example, it might mean young dog food, toys for young dog. So these are two different things, but it's finding the common pieces of both of them. So it would grab what's common from both of them, young dog, and it would pull up all of their data. So that's what it's doing here. And again, it can help you find outliers. It can help you find things that maybe you don't want to appear for by looking at where everywhere where young dog shows up and then saying like, let me trim this down. So like young dog here, not doing so hot, 117% ACoS. And basically what you can do, you can either go back to your search term report and do a filter there. It's a little bit faster than this because like this is a Google Sheet, so it's kind of tough. But basically what you do is like, okay, young dog. So like buy young dog supplies. It took that performance and it combined it with buy young dog food. So it's just sort of finding the common trend in all of these, helping you further pull up the data. So now all of a sudden, young dog, instead of having, you know, instead of having the, the search term buy young dog supplies with six clicks and, you know, buy young dog food with four clicks, now all of a sudden I have a pooled term with 20 clicks because it added up all the things where it appeared. 20 clicks, one order, 117% ACoS. Now I can take some action on it. So again, just further looking for common trends, trying yeah, to get our stuff it's digging one layer deeper and it's finding another way to combine. Because think about it, like you could be converting well everywhere. You know, like if you only looked at the keyword young, maybe you have keywords that are working really well. Mm -hmm. uh, or if you only looked at the keyword or the root word dog, maybe all of those are working. But by having, you know, again, a couple layers of like these combinations, it's going to just give you more ways to dig out performance. And the great thing about this is again, first it's automated, I love a good automation. Um, and then also, you can just pop in again the the numbers that we popped in are simply going into a search term report and copying a couple columns and pasting them in here and then getting these outputs so I, anything that can save time and allow you to do deep analysis again pasting in a couple columns and then immediately being able to go through analyze some things and then be able to quickly you know gain deeper insights into the account and how you can again it's it's not that all testing is going to be wasted but what are the things that I can completely eliminate from my testing because when I aggregate all of the numbers I can again have enough to be confident that the actions I'm taking are the right ones adding adding up pooled data uh, and then you can go one layer deep as well and get a three gram or a trigram in this small data set it, this is a sample data uh, we don't have tons of things but usually a search term report is going to have thousands of searches in it this example only has 30 um, so it's not that many but in a larger search term report it will help you find some things that uh, you probably weren't aware of because you're pooling up a lot of this data. So like mm -hmm. in this example uh, it, data set, like you can obviously see a trend here that like buy young dog just isn't working out. So I've got it rolled up to a trigram here. Everywhere with the word buy young and dog were pooled, uh, I ended up getting 10 clicks, no orders. And if I go back to my search term report, I'll find some examples I'm sure where it's just like, okay, young dog food. You know, I got one click on that. What do I do with it? Uh, mm -hmm. Trying to find where else I've got buy and dog. Uh, you know, buy young dog food, young dog food. Uh, so yeah, not that much data. But when you combine all the buy young dog supplies, 
six clicks. So as soon as you start combining those, you get a little bit more data. And then you can, it's easier to make a decision on like, huh, I got 14 clicks for accessories for puppies. Uh, two orders, 17% ACoS, that's pretty good. That might be a brand new keyword for me. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas, uh, you know, buy young dog, I need to go maybe, you know, 10 clicks. Maybe that's enough for me to do a new negative phrase or around that or something like that or dig in deeper. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think this, this analysis is going to think be most helpful for things that, you know, again, just have very limited data sets on them um, because, how we were kind of talking in the beginning, like how do you take action on this? There's not enough impressions or clicks to really make this determination. So this type of analysis, I think, is the only way that you're going to get insights into those things. Um, but we did kind of touch on in, on our conversations beforehand. I think this also can be used to sort of kind of dig out the things that you know are working really well in your account, and then see if there's ways to take action on expanding those. Um, with that information, like there are ways to just say like, what keyword is working best for me, which were my best performers. I think those are insights that you can run other analysis to find those. Um, but especially I think looking at root words that perform well and the ones that don't perform well um, may also help give you clean insights into a function of your product that you never learned before. You hear that talked about sometimes. It's sometimes in the advertising, you know, through the advertising and being able to really see where a product is converting. Sometimes you come up with, you know, your product may be solving a solution you didn't, you weren't even aware that it can solve. Um, so I think this can also be used um, for kind of identifying those places that it makes sense to maybe look a little bit deeper into. For yeah. sure, and I think this is something that, uh, like, I was working with one client who had like. 45% of their spend was going towards things that didn't convert. And he did the sort of the search term analysis where you find things over $20 or 20 clicks without an order, turning those into negatives. And then he was still left with such a large amount of wasted ad spend. And this was helpful to sort of spot some of those trends and reduce that percentage down, uh, which was really nice. So I think this is like an activity that maybe you do once a month. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. it would probably be overkill to do it any more than that. Um, yeah, yeah, you would want to take into account that, um, you know, it could be possible that you took actions on certain things by adding negatives, and then, you know, that information would be included in the next search term report. So you just want to be aware of that. Um, but again, I do think 100% this is something to be done on a routine basis. I'll put a shout out in the notes here, too, to all of the, like, Google Ads blogs that I was researching to like uh, start using this spreadsheet, uh, but the whole this whole concept has been around for like a decade. We were actually doing a little activity uh, on Google earlier, like ngram AdWords from like 1990 to 2000, and like I think it really started getting talked about like in the mid 2000s, so like 2005 or so. Um, so yeah, this thing, this type of analysis has been around for such a long time and, uh, it's about time we start doing it over at Amazon ads, huh? Definitely. I, I a hundred percent agree with what you were talking about before. It's, there are nuances to every platform. So there sure. are certain things that won't carry over, but that being said, it's still a pay per click platform. So I think that there's a wealth of knowledge to, you know, kind of going back and seeing how others have approached, you know, similar data and how they've 
try to come up with ways to problem solve for a lot of similar situations that we're looking at. Right. Like they both have search term reports. Uh, they both struggled with this whole concept of like death by a thousand clicks of like, what do you do with things with one click, two clicks? doesn't spend very much, but when you take all of these in aggregate, it's like a big chunk of money. Uh, that kind of thing. So it's a constant, I mean, PPC is a game of like casting a wide net, keeping what works, getting rid of what doesn't. So the better you can get at like identifying what doesn't work, the better. And uh, I think this is another tool in the tool set. I appreciate you sharing it with all of us. Um, I think we've said all that. It's it's pretty simple, you know, the pretty simple yeah. concept. Uh, I'm here in the, I just, I kept on this background the whole time of me in this cabin and um I'm happy yes, with it. I did not keep mine. Do you do you want to put on the you want to put on a face filter for those that uh, stuck out till the end of this episode? Let's see. Let's see how fast it loads. Yes. I was I was determining if this was appropriate. That's a but then pretty I was good disappointed filter. because it blocks out my fingers and I can't stroke my beard. That's a bummer. For those of you uh, listening, I am now a pirate. Yes. <laughs> uh, Google Meet just added a whole bunch of new face filters. However, I don't have access to them on my Google Meet for some yeah. reason. Uh, just a whole bunch of these backgrounds. Um, anyway, Elizabeth from Jungler, uh, my dear friend, uh, super talented Amazon PPCer, jungler.com. That's J-U-N-G-L-R. We spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Hit us up on LinkedIn. And uh, you can get all the episodes of this podcast at abadger.com slash podcast. We've got links to the spreadsheet and a whole bunch of other stuff in the show notes. Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It is always of a pleasure. Of course, it is always a pleasure.